Then, chapter 12. Then I helped Zelda have happy memories of her real parents so she wouldn't be so cross and upset about them being Nazis. Leopold helped too. Well, we tried. Zelda, I say, as we sit in front of the of the wood stove. Give Leopold a hug. See if it brings back any memories. Zelda looks at me as if I've got, got leaf mould memories. Zelda looks at me as if I, as if I got leaf mould madness. But she does it anyway because hugging Leopold is one of her favourite things to do. Leopold likes it too. His tail is whacking the kitchen floor just as I, at, just at, at the thought. Zelda puts her arms round him and buries her face in his neck fur. I love you, Leopold, she says, her voice muffled. Any happy memories, I say softly after a while. Zelda keeps her face buried, thinking. Yes, she says. I can remember when I hugged Leopold this morning before breakfast. I tried to think of something that will help her have earlier happy memories. Your daddy had whiskers like Leopold, I say. Leopold looked, looks a bit offended. No, he didn't, says Zelda, still muffled. My daddy's whiskers were short and he didn't lick, and he didn't lick my ear. Leopold stops licking Zelda's ear and gives me an apologetic look. It's all right, I say to him. You're doing a good job helping Zelda. I give Leopold a, a pat and he gives me a loving look and suddenly, gazing his gentle eyes, I'm having memories of my own. Dad giving me a bath and drying me on our kitchen table. Mum blowing raspberries on my tummy. You're helping me too, I whisper to Leopold. I try to feel happy, but it's not easy. Zelda looks up concerned and watches me for a moment. See, she says, memories aren't happy. They're sad. Don't you know anything? Every day it's the same. I do my best, but Zelda is a very stubborn person. Like today, we're doing drawing in the barn. Or rather, I'm letting Zelda do most of the drawing because there's only one pencil. Earlier, when it was my go of the pencil, I did a diagram of how the automatic chicken feeding machine works. Now I'm nailing the diagram to the wall under the gherkin tin so the chickens can see what they have to do. Leap and Trioski are staring at me. They're, they're looking a bit disappointed, possibly because there aren't any dogs or pigs in the diagram. I give them both a tickle. Don't worry, I say to them. Me and Violetta will invent automatic feeding machines for you next. Animals get very anxious in war, war times. If the humans get killed, who's going to feed them? I go over to Zelda to see how her drawing's going. That lady's got a very pretty hat, I say, pointing to the person Zelda has drawn. Who is it? It's Violetta's mummy, says Zelda. She wears her pretty hat when she kills the Nazis. The paper Zelda's drawing on on is, on is an old shot paper that hasn't been wrapped round face powder or something. There's a pink stain in the middle, which Zelda turns in, into a dead Nazi's brain leaking out. I stare at the drawing, worry, 
worry nagging inside. If I can't find a way to help Zelda feel better about her parents, I hate to think what's going to happen next time she meets an Nazi. Zelda, I say quietly, why don't you do a picture of your real mummy and daddy from when you were little, when they took you on holiday or gave you a present or did something fun with you? Zelda looks at me. She doesn't say anything, but I can see she doesn't like the idea that much. Leopold and Trioski come over. Leopold licks Zelda's knee. Trioski blows some snot in her direction. I can see they're both trying to help. It's their way of telling Zelda they'd like to see a nice picture of her real mummy and daddy too. Zelda moves the pencil to another part of the paper and starts a new drawing. Thanks, I whisper to them both. While Zelda draws, I tell a story to inspire her. It's about a friend of William and Violet. Elizabeth called Zelda. Zelda's parents accidentally drown her collection of ants while they're watering the garden. Zelda is very angry, but her parents say they're sorry and cuddle her, and Zelda feels much better. And then do some... And then do some other ants kill her parents, says Zelda. I sigh. It's not a very good story, but I'm doing my best. Maybe, I say. But Zelda discovers that even when her parents do, do bad things, they still love her. How can they still love her if they're dead, says Zelda. I sigh again. I'm getting confused now. Stories always work best when they don't try to tell people what they're about. I see that Zelda has drawn a happy child holding hands and with two happy grown-ups. Is that your real mummy and daddy, I say, hopefully? No, says Zelda. Suddenly, I can't stand it anymore. Why can't Zelda see how important this is? Just draw a picture of your real mummy and daddy, I say to her crossly. As soon as I said that, I feel awful. I know how sad I get thinking about my parents, and I'm ten. How sad must it be for a little kid? Zelda is looking at me, frowning. She holds up her drawing. This is Wilhelm's mummy and daddy, she says. They've come to cheer you up because you're, you're unhappy. I don't know what to say. Zelda puts the, art, the drawing down and gives me a hug. Zelda is looking at me, frowning. She holds up her drawing. This is Wilhelm's mummy and daddy, she says. They've come here to cheer you up because you're unhappy i don't know what to say zelda puts the drawing down and gives me a hug they love you very much she whispers they don't mind that you're jewish i hug zelda tight i can't believe how lucky i am to have uh, her as my family leopold and trioski and the chickens don't mind that you're jewish either whispers zelda she doesn't have to tell me that because I can tell from the way Leopold is licking my hand and Trioski is dribbling snot onto my boots and the chickens are pecking at my boot laces. But it's very kind. It's a very kind thing to say. Zelda may be only six, but she, she's she got the, the kindness of a ten-year-old. Sorry, sorry I got cross, I say. That's all right, she says. I take a deep breath. I mustn't give up. I must find a way. I must do everything I can to protect Zelda and her loving heart. Suddenly, I hear 
the distant growl of a truck engine. Leopold barks. I rush to the barn door and peel, peer out across the fields. Oh no, quick, I say to Zelda, into the house. I grab her hand and her pencil and paper and we run across the farmyard into the kitchen. Gina is in the bedroom having a rest. I bang on the door. Gina, I yell, wake up, the Nazis are back.